0: Christian Victory of Informants is here with The Antidote. Man, thanks for coming.
1: So good to be here. Thank you so much for having me. You have to explain about Christian Victory. Stage name? No, a lot of people think that. It's actually really funny, but yeah, that's my real name. That's my real name, Christian Victory. My mom uh, is an atheist. No, just kidding. She's obviously not an atheist. (laughs) No, yeah, no, she just, uh, I think she just wanted me to be as much like Jesus as I could, and so she thought she'd name me something and hope for the best. <laughs> so then, every church that's named Christian Victory, they have to pay you a royalty. Well, it's pretty funny because, like, when I go to Long McQuay, when we have to rent tour gear and stuff, everybody thinks I'm a church. They're like, Are you, aren't you the church or whatever? Like, no, that's my name. That's really me, Christian Victory. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even told you the best part yet. My middle name's Emmanuel. That's not a joke. That's true. <laughs>
0: You've got it all.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: You sure it wouldn't be like one of those sappy Christian romance
1: novels that would be the name they would choose? You know what? Probably. Probably. I don't think I'd fit the, uh, I don't think I'd fit the look, but uh, maybe the name fits, so.
0: <laughs> well, we're here really to talk about the music of informants. And it's worship music, but really with the indie rock edge. The majority of listeners to The Antidote aren't Christian. They may not even understand what worship is.
1: What does it mean? Uh, I mean, worship, that's such a broad thing to try to describe, but I think trying to simplify it, I think it just means uh, songs or or at least lyrics um, that, you know, just try to honour Jesus and God and just tell them how you feel about them in a good way, you know? Worship
0: music is also a sore point in some churches. You know, there are some churches that want it slow and mellow and to have a drummer, they want to take him out and shoot (laughs) him. Others want only choruses, and others just want traditional hymns. Where does informants fit in?
1: Um, I mean, honestly, it's a challenge that we've had uh, since we started, trying to balance, you know, um, trying to help people when they're in their faith or whatever, but also trying to stay true to, you know, our music. And so um, we definitely try to push the envelope in terms of musical expression, uh, we're definitely influenced by not probably what most worship bands are really influenced by. And so we, yeah, definitely we try to push the envelope. And we haven't even gotten nearly as close as what we want to do in terms of, you know, pushing the envelope in terms of what, stereotypically, what worship sounds like. You brought up the point about influences. Who are? You got to name them. Right. Well, I mean, even more than musically uh, influenced, I mean, I could tell you a bunch of different people, and I and I, and I will. But I think uh, I guess what I was getting at is I remember uh, when I was in high school and I used to go to church and I seen uh, the way that people worship or the way that songs are played. And and most of the time when people are just kind of really reserved when they're trying to sing the songs and stuff. And then I started getting into this music. Uh, I I actually loved the hardcore scene. And I was one of the email screamo. I love all that stuff, uh, even just before that. And I used to... <laughs> now I don't see any of that coming through. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, so I, I've seen... And then I've seen some of these bands, and I've seen how they... Just the raw energy and the expression that they give when they play. And, and not just them when they play, but when the crowd interacts the way that they interact, and everybody's just going mad. And I'm like, this is what I feel like worship should be like. And so that's kind of what we are trying to do, but what usually happens is that we'll kind of freak out on stage at a church or something, and people just don't know how to respond. And so they'll say, I loved what you did, but I just didn't know what to do. (laughs) And so what we're trying to figure out is how to create this culture where we can show people how to worship uh, in a new way.
0: But really, most of the churches you walk into, you get into the sanctuary and there's a big sign up there that says, Moshing
1: Not Allowed. (laughs) I haven't seen that sign yet, but uh, my hope is that maybe there will be some signs created when we when we get there, and because people will be moshing, Hopefully, one day that would be a dream come true.
0: Something that's unique about informants is that you refer to yourself as a worship band. That's a career killer for a lot of musicians.
1: Yeah, I mean, we just want to be true sure to who we are because I've been in bands before and I I've tried playing in a hardcore band and a rock band and all these things. And it was a lot of fun. But I just find that when I write songs, uh, it's always worship that comes out. And so I just felt like this is who we are. This is what we do. And we just want to be true to who we are and, and ourselves. And that's what Informance was always supposed to be. I mean, that doesn't mean that we might not ever play in a different sort of band, but I think that worship is what we write. And so even if it doesn't sound like musically what worship you know typically sounds like, I think lyrically and in terms of our intention, worship is what we are. So, <laughs> I sort of need to tell you where I'm coming from. I mean, I recently
0: had somebody who asked me, what worship song was really speaking to me you know and i don't think he was too happy when i told him that i found worship music to be drivel and mindless and that none of them were speaking to me am i being too harsh
1: um I think the challenge with people when they write worship there is a fine line, and I and I totally get it. I think a lot of times worship music is uh, coined as um, not creative, and you're just singing the same thing. Everybody has the same verses, and I've seen YouTube videos that are hilarious of how to write a worship song in 30 seconds. And I when I do worship seminars, I usually show that video because I think it's hilarious. But I think one thing about worship is that the intention behind it is not necessarily always about being super creative, but it's also just trying to find everybody where they're at where and how they can participate in the song. But between that, what can happen sometimes is that you lose creativity. And so it's tricky. It's, I think worship songs, even though some people think it's the easiest thing to write, in a lot of ways it is, um, especially traditional, typical worship, um, I think it's also one of the hardest things to write, especially if you want to be original. Informants isn't the
0: only band that's trying to create a new style of worship music, but it is rare. Why change things up? Why not just keep the music traditional?
1: I mean, I don't think that traditional worship should stop. Um, I just don't think that what we do... We can't, we're not, that's not us. And so we're okay with trying to do something new. And I think that we're ready for something new. I mean, and things have progressed. We think that, you know, uh, traditional or, you know, current or modern worship now is boring and old and not creative. But my dad used to be in a band band years ago, and he remembers they weren't even allowed to have drum sets inside the church building. And so we have progressed, I mean, very, very slowly, sadly. But I just really hope that we can create an expression where the passion can be the most shown in worship settings versus like, you know, football games or a hardcore show.
0: I spoke about your band being effectively indie rock. Does any kind of a genre allow itself to be formed into worship music?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think if you would want to, you know, say worship as a specific genre, I mean, you could just say, you know, you two arena rock is pretty much your typical worship sound. Um, once again, I think that the challenge or the you know the fun thing about trying to figure out worship songs is that if it's a screamo worship song, yes, I love it and I will love it all day. But try to sing that in church. There's not. I don't think you can have hundreds of people screaming. It's you know a worship song. I don't think it would work as well. I mean, I would love it if it did, but I think that most current and modern worship leaders are trying to find songs that can kind of be universal for everybody that can they can engage into it, and so. I think the arena rock, YouTube style sound is just how that's worked over the past 20, 30 years. And hopefully that'll change. And I love that music. But I mean, I think that any way that we can express and be creative, we should. Creative music tends to
0: be lacking sometimes in the music created by Christians. The nice thing about you guys, I mean, here you are, you're coming from St. John's, Newfoundland. Even though you got to admit to me, are you really from there originally? Because you have no accent at all. Can you speak
1: Newfoundland for me right now? On uh, <laughs> the on the fly, I don't know if I can. I could say a few newfie a uh, few newfie sangs for you if you want. The other guys, I mean, it'll come out every now and then, especially from around some other fellow newfies. But some of the other guys in our band, like Tion, he has a very thick accent. So if you want to hear some nice newfie uh, accents, then you should go talk to him.
0: It was great. I spent a few weeks in Newfoundland this summer, and I actually had a Newfoundland dictionary. Which was really handy when I asked someone for directions and he says, it's down to the drawing past the flake. Like I actually knew what he meant, that I was going down the lane past the drawing rack for the fish.
1: <laughs> well, they, I mean, you're already better than 90% of most people that talk to Newfoundlanders. It's just honestly so funny. Sometimes we'll have a conversation with people that we don't know at a table or whatever. And they'll just pretend that they know what we're saying, but they really don't because they're just trying to be polite. And it's just really <laughs> funny. So. You're coming from the oldest city, North America. Your music is a lot newer style.
0: Do you ever have trouble getting it accepted?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. And, you know, funny enough, it's not just in Newfoundland. It's it's all over Canada and the U.S. I think that people are just used to a specific way of doing worship. And and uh, I think that hopefully that'll change. But I think that just takes time for people to understand and, and learn new things and try to be part of a new culture. And yeah, we definitely, definitely, all the time, there's people that don't know how to respond to what we do.
0: You are getting the recognition, and really, I guess, some success with that, too. Informance is an East Coast Music Award winner. You know, in the past, you've won GMA Covenant Awards, and now you get six nominations for the 2018 Covenant Awards. That's something
1: yeah i'm honestly i did not expect six nominations It's pretty exciting i'm just really scared i really hope we win at least one because <laughs> i want to be the band that has six nominations and zero wins <laughs> just kidding now, honestly just having our name in front of some of those people i never ever expected that we'd ever been able to do that and so some of the people that i respect and appreciate so much that our name is next to theirs it's honestly mind-blowing and we feel so humbled and, and to be part of it and uh I'm just so happy that I get to play music, period, and and that I am part of a worship band in Canada, and that we've been able to do it this long. It might all end tomorrow, I don't know, but uh, I'm just really grateful that I've been allowed to have the chance to do it, you know? Like, I'm in Newfoundland, I'm here hanging out in Toronto now, after playing, you know, playing, you know, worship for a night, and I get to go eat a bunch of sushi tomorrow, hang out, you know? Like, it's just, it's, I just feel really grateful, and we all feel really grateful that we get to do this, so
0: we got to bring this into the real world, too, because you've got to make money to do this. I already know what the ferry costs are coming from Newfoundland, and it's significant. How do you do
1: that with the touring? You've got to be able to at least pay for your ferry bill. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely not a thing that we do because we want to get paid. <laughs> it's uh, We do it because we feel the purpose behind it, and we've uh, had to do a lot of hard things and work really hard to be here. But I think if you have a spirit of gratitude, that you're lucky that you get to do this, we talk to people everywhere, all across Canada, and people that have you know success and, and cash and all these things, and they say, you know what, I wish I could do what you do, or I wish that I followed my dreams. And so um, money's not everything, and, and and we feel like, you know, as Jesus followers, money's not something we should be, be the first thing that we pursue. And so we're not doing music for the finances, that's for sure. Um, but, you know, we've, we've gotten by, thankfully, so. You're just driving an old Tercel.
0: <laughs>
1: I actually did drive a Tercel for a little while.
0: <laughs> okay, I want to get back to the music for a minute. Now, I mentioned about the indie rock aspect, but really on Informant's latest release, Uprising, it's got a mix of styles. I mean, some tracks are virtually ambient, others are post-rock. And then you have a harder sound on songs like the album opener, Attention.
1: Are variations a good idea? We just, we wanted to try to fit as much of the stuff that we love as possible on the record. I'm a huge fan of post-rock. I love it to death. And it really fits with the worship And, but I also love hardcore music. And so, especially with crazy drums and and drum and bass mixed together. And so we just came up with our ideas and we said, we want to try to make it as versatile as possible. And so the first track is really hardcore influence. And then the very last track is a modern hymn. (laughs) So it's like, we just wanted to write stuff that we loved. And so that's what we did. And
0: uprising is very different from your debut release, worship and mission which had more of an art rock style, I mean, with some syncopated rhythms. It was unusual. Is Uprising the sound that you're going to try to keep?
1: I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I really don't know. I find that when you write songs, they they just come to you, and I'm not sure what that's going to look like in the future. We definitely are very intentional about what we write. I think when, when I wrote for Worship and Mission, it was very different than Uprising. When I wrote Worship and Mission, actually... Um, I was just getting married, and uh, my old band just finished, and some of the songs that we had written for the old band. Um, Your old hardcore band. Well, they were, we weren't actually hardcore, but we were definitely a lot heavier. We'd have screamers with us and stuff. Uh, but yes, so our whole other band, we had some other songs written, and I was trying to raise money because my wife and I were trying to go and do some um, outreach and humanitarian work overseas trying to find out creative ways to make some money and and fundraise and so I had these songs left over and it was just me and I wanted to like I said raise some cash and so we put this record out and tried to just sell CDs and I never imagined that it would turn into what it did now so the difference between Worship and Mission and Uprising is that after you know some success with Ezekiel our middle record we had a bit of a budget to do a, a much more professional record and we got a producer for the first time Um, before that everything was written mostly by me and and the guys as well and now we had a producer and we had a bit of a budget and so then we just said we want to be intentional about everything and I think the other difference too is that um, this record Uprising um, had a lot more hands in it so we we really wanted to make it so all four of us had a say and so things have changed a little bit that way as well like our other singer uh, Josh he wrote a bunch of songs on that record as well and so uh, it is different. I don't know what the, how it's going to sound in the future, but that's what it is right now. I'm saving a rough one
0: for the last. If Informance was forced into a really tough spot where you had only enough time to play a single song instead of a full set,
1: what would you choose? Oh, gosh. Um... Um, this is an older song. I'd probably pick start in Me." It's it's kind of the heart of what we do as as informants, and it's a song that is really special to all of us. And so, um, even though it's an older song, that's probably there, our our theme song. Christian, thanks
0: so much for joining the antidote, and enjoy your sushi tomorrow. <laughs> I honestly can't wait. Thanks so much for having me.